welcome to Teachers Supporting Teachers podcast. My name is Narelle Lemon. I'm an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, and I'm also the Creative Director of Explore and Create Co. Welcome to this summer series. It's January 2021. And in this summer series, we're going to produce some mini episodes with Ruby and Alan, who have just graduated from their education degrees. And we're talking all things self-care. We talk openly, honestly, and with a vulnerability that might help you as much as it's helped us. We provide solutions, options, and unpack many of those often not talked about situations and pressure points of becoming a teacher. Enjoy this summer series. episode five of our summer series of teachers supporting teachers and in this episode Alan and Ruby talk about job interviews or the job interview roller coaster as we talk about it in this episode we talk about the highs lows in terms of anticipation preparation actually carrying out job interviews and also those highs when you find out if you have been successful so enjoy this episode as Ruby and Alan open up about their stress points, their celebrations, and also some of those strategies that they put into practice that may inspire you as well. Your first, very first job interview was hello, surprise. Can you speak Italian for us? Oh god, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been so nervous in my life. Like I am a fairly confident person. Like I can get up and talk in front of whomever. And this interview had me shook. I was so nervous. I think it was just like first net job nervousness, and I just I actually messaged Ruby and I was like, I think I need to take a shot of vodka or something to calm myself down because this is too much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then I got in and, I mean, because it was through an agency, so um, they had prepared me with questions and they were like, these are just like general questions that we think you're going to get asked. I had four pages of notes that I was like ready to go and they didn't ask me a single question off <laughs> like I didn't ask me any of those questions and I should have in my head I was like it was an Italian position so I should have in my head gone okay well obviously they're gonna ask me Italian but it, I don't know why I thought I was just so cocky and I was like no they won't and yeah we did like all the questions and then she was like okay it was obviously the head of languages and she said like, we're gonna transition to some Italian now and I went oh my god oh, my god. oh shit <laughs> and I haven't done I hadn't done I could come from an Italian background, but I hadn't done Italian education um, for two years. So I was like, oh, oh, this is going to yeah, be dusty. Thanks, women. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be dusty. Um, and, yeah, it was just 
they were all simple questions and I was I, I felt fairly confident in returning like I probably wasn't the best Italian I've ever spoken like it was very broken um but the last question I was I should have in hindsight <laughs> I should have just lied because I was trying to think of a really complicated answer and it just wasn't coming out of my mouth it was just going uh um uh, and in my head I was like trying to translate yeah. like it was just so much and I was just so overwhelmed and I was at the end of the interview so I was already like exhausted yeah um and yeah she kind of slipped me up there but uh, yeah, in hindsight, I definitely should have uh, called my nun the day before and <laughs> spoken to her yeah. for a little while. Um, but yeah, it just like there's no amount of preparation that you can do for those sort of things. Like the it's first terrible. question I was, she's like, so talk us through a normal day in your classroom. And I was like, what? What? Huh? <laughs> what classroom? I was like, I have to get in my mental head that I was, you know, you know, I'm for an interview you know like for a job for a teaching job and it's just once it started I was like fine but um yeah that it just goes to show that there's like literally no amount of preparation you can do for those sort of things like you just have to I just tried really hard to let myself shine through um rather than like reeling off all these like pedagogical terminology and stuff like that to make myself sound smarter I just tried to make it that I'm a real person and I'm a people person and I love to talk and um, hire me, please. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, it was very terrifying. But once I got over and done with that. Good experience. Yeah. Oh, great experience. I don't think I'll be going for a Italian job, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how we go. You never know. You you might there might be one that comes up soon, and you'll be like, "Yeah, oh, I'll I'll put my hand up for that and see what happens." But well, yeah, they, and I, they said I came second, so um, that was all the feedback I got, which was pretty was sad. It a position or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was a great position. So I came second, and you know, like in my head, I was like, "Oh, you know, you don't know whether they've interviewed someone before you." Um, and that person just like clicked and then you were just kind of like going through the motions mm. because they had to interview you yeah. or mm. they had someone straight after you and that person could speak fluent Italian and like I just didn't I there's so many unknowns that I had to just like mm. let go because I, I will never know mm. um, what happened or why I came second or whether it was because I couldn't speak Italian or you know I wasn't as in depth as someone else so mm. yeah I just had to go which is yeah <laughs> and that's a really good point actually in terms of preparing preparing yourself and the stress and the worry that comes with that is that one of the key things you said there was be yourself and a part of being yourself is knowing you know from your studies and from your experiences whether that's uni and others that make you who you are um reflecting on that and knowing what does what does that mean so how does that inform how you prepare how does that inform how you develop relationships with your colleagues how does that inform how you develop relationships with students and um you know piecing that together to be yourself and then you said you were um you know, trying to think of different terminology and and come through you know for a better concept of saying to show that you're really smart mm. but i i think from 
having um, spoken to a, a lot of principals and, and vice principals who sit on panels, I think their number one tip that does come through, which you've highlighted, is you be yourself and you talk it through. And they don't want a regurgitation of a theorist or a particular yeah. thing that you've learned in. It, they want that to come through naturally. So they don't yeah. want to hear, you know, a definition that you need a dictionary kind of thing. They want to hear it. What mm. happens in practice for you? What is an example that you can share? Or if you haven't had that chance, what is it that you would do in a practical way to, yeah. to bring it through? Yeah. But interviews are so nerve-wracking. Ruby, have you been um, on the interview? Yeah. yeah. Roller coaster? <laughs> yeah, it's, it was weird. So I'm um, during my degree I was working for ANZ UK as an aide um, and like a month ago, I was I was working at a school local to me, about 10 minutes away from me, um, as an aide. And they pretty much said, like, that we want you to apply for a job next year. Because um, I was starting to build some really good connections with the kids and they just liked how good I was with the kids. And um, they knew that I'd just finished my degree. So they were like, come on, let's you can apply. Lock her down. <laughs> so I applied and I had an interview and it was terrifying. And I tried to prepare, but I got my questions and the question, when they give you the questions and they give you like a glass of water and a pen and a bit of paper. And then they like leave you in this room for 10 minutes. And I was looking at the questions like, oh God, these are not what I thought they were going to be. But I was, and my hand was shaking. And I'm usually pretty good with like, I can, I can, I was so you. <laughs> nervous, like really nervous. Anyway, filled out this thing and then went into the interview room. And it was more of a casual chat, um, kind of. It was, they took in turns of asking me the questions that were on the paper. But it was quite, it was kind of informal, kind of a little bit serious. Um, and that all went well. And it was, I, I was going for a classroom teacher role. So there's the grad position and then there's a classroom teacher role. So I knew that there were other teachers applied for this job that were way more experienced than me. Um, and they called me the next week and I ended up not getting the job. Um, and then a day later they called me and said, oh, we really like you. We want you to come back as a tutor. So the government are giving all these schools these, this money to um, employ all these tutors for next year to kind of fill the gap of what remote learning left. Um, and the principal ended up calling me one night and said, if we have induction tomorrow, we want you to come to induction. We're not really sure what we're going to get you to do yet, but we just want you to come. So I went to induction and I was in the kind of maybe pile. It was very weird. Everyone went off in their domains and I was kind of like in the tutor pile, which was weird. And then two days ago, they called me and they had just come out of a staff meeting and they said, we want you as an English teacher. So... I have a job for next year. <laughs> I didn't know this. You just you just well, saved this most amazing news. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so part of my load will be a tutor role. And they're doing that in the in the school as like a tutor will be kind of a second teacher in the classroom that will manage behavior and explain tasks. Um, but I, I like won't have the responsibility of planning or marking or anything. So that'll be like a little bit of my load. And then the rest of my load, I'll have my own English classes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very long and confusing process. Cause when I found out I was unsuccessful, I was actually out to lunch with Ellen. 
And I told her and she was like, you know, it's okay to be upset. And I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, you were so stone cold. I was like, I'm look fine. at this woman. And she then was like, like <laughs> I got in the car and I'm like, <laughs> I drove straight to my mum's house. Mum wasn't even there. I went and sat on the couch and so I just cried. Mum came and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I've been in the couch. And then I went from that to a week later being like, actually, you know what? Lol joke, come back. We might want you for something. So it was very, it was very weird. But I felt like they really liked me. Yeah. Or they liked me. So they want me anyhow, any way that they could get me. I don't know. But yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Interview roller coaster. Yeah. Totally Um, interview roller coaster. Totally wild. I I actually had after my interview, I I had a panic attack. And I've had maybe five or six panic attacks in my life. One one I've had a panic attack. I had about panic attack in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And I had a panic attack up to this, and I think it was because there was so much Hi. like hype up to this yeah. moment, and then I was just like shaking. Adrenaline. It was adrenaline, and then I got in my car, and I thought the interview went great. So there was no like negative kind of. I was just like so overwhelmed. Yeah, that's what it attack. is. It's overwhelmed. And I like, cried, and, I, and, you, and you called me. Yeah, and like talked me down. <laughs> and then later, because I'd, I'd messaged my partner, and I was, I told him I was really upset. Um, and I actually, I think I called him and he could tell I was really, really upset. And then later that afternoon, he came home and he was like, oh, you had a little bit of a panic attack this morning, darling. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I was having a panic attack. That makes sense. And then I told Ellen, she was like, yeah, honey, you had a panic attack. <laughs> but I had no, like, concept of, like, what was happening to me until after I was yeah. reflecting on it going, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're so hyped up and it just becomes yeah. it's like a like a release of emotions oh, that you can't so overwhelming yeah it's very overwhelming <laughs> not to scare you all off <laughs> i mean you gotta go through these things to get to get to the gold but like i said before there's no amount of preparing that like we could tell you norelle could tell you there's just like nothing that we can do because we're not we, there's no two situations that will ever be the, same. the exact same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we could tell you all the questions that we got asked, but it doesn't mean that that's going to be the questions that you got asked. And, you know, if the agency told me all these questions that they yeah. thought I was going to get asked and I didn't get asked them. So it's just like. In yeah. saying that, though, one thing that they probably will ask you, and the, we only kind of did this work when we're actually on placement, because we were lucky enough to do PD on it, yeah. was the hit strategies. Yeah. And I don't reckon we did any of that at uni. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, That's a very school. Thing. When we were on placement at um, Elizabeth Murdoch, we did PD. So we got to choose um, one of the strategies and then yeah. kind of like they would check in on us and see if we were hitting yeah. them in our classes, which is like so Like a helpful. teacher would observe another teacher and be like, yes, you did this, you hit it then, you asked this, you did that, yeah. Um, so that was like... Mm. One of the hit strategies, like questioning, like setting goals. Yeah. Um, um, I can't even think of them now. Um, there's so many. But um, yeah. when I'm pretty sure it's a key selection criteria question. Yeah. And then they ask you when you're in your interview, they'll say, how have you, um, you know, how have you differentiated the learning or whatever for different a different variety of learners, but also and, and what hit strategy did you use? Implement. Like, yeah. You need to talk about the hit strategy. So if you can, brush up read up yeah. on the hit strategies. And if they are really very helpful when yes. you're actually on placement. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point because they're hits. 
hit strategies are the high impact teaching strategies and um and there's 10 there's 10 of them so that they're um usually a criteria section criteria on your written application and and I was thinking as you were talking through about um you know, we could, I could, you know, there's half of me that's bursting to say, what questions we ask? And the other half of me going, that's not actually helpful because that also contributes to thinking that there's almost like a pool of standard questions that get asked, but every school is going to ask different questions. And they'll generally, as a principal, draw off what those criteria are that you've written their application to. Um, and HITS might be one of those high targeted ones that they would they would ask about because it's a core. Yeah. Yeah. core element but yeah so for those listening hits are um setting goals structuring lessons explicit yeah. teaching yeah. worked examples collaborative learning um, multiple exposures questioning yeah. feedback metacognitive strategies and differentiated teaching yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, read, read up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just read them before you interview. Or even just start thinking about your experiences and if it's like your folio or reflecting on like your teaching and going, okay, how can I categorise this into a hit strategy and how mm-hmm. can I maybe write a paragraph about how I've hit the hit strategy in this example? Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. also doing your research on the school too because – the school that I had the interview for was a girls' school. And one of the questions they asked me was, so, you know, like in your past, you like went to a co-ed school and you've only done co-ed placements. Um, how do you think you would cope with like an all-girl energy <laughs> classroom? Feminism. You know, yeah. And I, yeah, so I had to like, it basically, I just had to, on the fly, I had nothing prepared for this, just had to, you know, like I've coached netball teams, all girls. The biggest yeah. feminist I've ever met. Yeah, like when I was a giant feminist. Yes. Like, um, you know, all about empowering women and like yeah. all that sort of stuff. So I had to go on the fly with that one. But I think, yeah, in hindsight now, I should have really known that that was going to be a question given yeah. that it literally all over their website was about, it was a Catholic girls' school, so it was a lot about, you know, raising women to be proper women and stuff like that. Um, but I should, yeah, I should have definitely known that that was going to come out, um, yeah. given that, you know, I don't have any like experience with that sort of stuff. So um, they definitely would want to see where I could pull something from to cope with yeah. that. I feel like the, the best advice I can give for, like, an interview is the questions they ask you give specific examples of where you've shown like that you've answered the question so instead of saying like um differentiation is good because blah 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 blah, go um okay I had a year seven class an English class um I had a group of students that were struggling a bit with the activity so I gave them some sentence starters and I had a group of kids that were really um engaged so I gave them a few um higher order thinking questions like specific examples because then you you're covering differentiation you're covering collaborative work you're covering like a range of things in that little kind of snapshot vignette story that you give yeah mm. i think i came away from my interview thinking oh my god i didn't say that or i didn't say this i didn't say that so incorporating as many story like stories, stories. and examples yeah. into your 
Um, and and that's it. Yes. I feel like your passion comes through as well when you yeah. when you tell a story because you're and a real talking story about too. something that's yeah. actually happened, yeah. and like your facial expressions will change, and they will just see that in you that it was as something that resonated with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Really nice tip. I really love that. really openly about job interviews and preparations, interview questions, different tips and tricks and how they've managed the interview but also managed themselves as well and particularly the conversation about panic attacks was incredibly open and vulnerable so I hope you found that really helpful for you and if that has triggered anything for you please make sure you reach out for help. The university offers free assistance with counselling and medical support and there is a number of different support bases through your GPs or counsellors that you can access as well. And if you've got any questions about that or need to reach out for further assistance or clarification, please get in contact with me as well. Before we say goodbye to this episode number five of Teachers Supporting Teachers, I want to share some bonus content with you which was a conversation that Ruby, Ellen and I had in celebrating Ruby's announcement of successfully attaining a job for 2021. So I hope you enjoyed this bonus content. Ever. I didn't yeah. realise you. So, I know. Cool. It's, but it's only just kind of happened in the past yeah. two days because it's been yeah. so uncertain. Yeah, it was like, yeah. yes, they want you. Oh, no, I didn't get the job. Oh, they want me as a tutor. Oh, but, and then it was like, oh, but now they want me to teach classes. I was like, what is going on? I know. I know. But when, they, when I was unsuccessful, I, I said to them, I don't care if I'm unsuccessful because I'm going to come back to this school. Like, I really love the school. Yeah. So I was like, whether that's CRT, whether that's, you know, coming back as a support, because that's what I started doing at school. I feel like they saw in me that I didn't really, it wasn't about like how much I was getting paid. It was like that I wanted to be a part of the team and I loved the students and I loved the way that the team, like the, the teachers spoke to each other and built each other up. Like it's just a really good community. And I feel like it's taken me a while to feel that in a school. Like sometimes you'll go to a school on placement and you don't really like the vibe. Teachers mm. get, you know, and yeah. there's no school spirit or, you know, there's some things about it and you're like, oh, I don't really like this. Um, until like you get to a school and you really love how collaborative they are um, and yeah, and how much they care about the kids. So like the, the, the school that I'm working at is um, quite low socioeconomic. So mm. there's only 600 kids at the school and the attendance is a bit, if he, um, not many kids go through VCA, I think they had maybe 50 kids do VCA this year. Um, but like the, the their motto is like um, every kid every day. So whether it's just like celebrating the really small wins because sometimes it's just like they can't get anything from them. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, just the, the, the care that they show 
the kids that go there is like, I just loved it like and it's just very um, I don't know I just saw a lot of their values in my own values um, which I thought was like really important and something that I did talk about in the interview just telling them like how like what I believe in and how I think that I would be a really good asset to the school because it's like the same as you guys yeah. <laughs> I'm on your team <laughs> Which I think a lot of the time, like in hindsight now with this interview that I had, I think I was trying to make a square fit into a circle. Yeah. Mm. Like, I went to a Catholic school, but now having gone to private, uh, having gone to public schools and stuff like that and experiencing different schools and their values, that while I could see some of their values in myself, there was other things that I was like, oh, God, if they ask me to teach this, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to, like, it'll be really difficult. Scary. Have yeah. Scary is all the pressure. So I, had, I think I was trying to convince myself that I would be a good fit there, but I feel like, like Ruby's saying, when you know, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think going through that interview, um, I was able to experience that and, yeah, get that out of the way. So. Mm. It's good. sparked ideas, provided comfort, or supported you in your professional growth, I'd love for you to take a moment to leave a review. You may also like to share what has inspired you on social media, and I invite you to do this with the hashtag Teachers Supporting Teachers. To access this episode's notes, as well as notes from Series 1, 2, and this summer series, feel free to connect on the web at www.exploreandcreateco.com and of course, via Instagram or Twitter, via Rally Pops. Thank you to Magnus Moody for this music and also to my guests, Ruby and Alan, for joining us for this summer series. Thank you.